Welcome to Permission Granted. I'm your host, Krista Resnick. I'm a master coach who empowers women to be an expression of their purpose, of their passions, their gifts, and stand in the truth of who they are. Here's the truth. The life that you seek and deserve, all of that starts with granting yourself permission. Permission to say no without guilt, to let go of the busy addiction and slow down. Permission to stop hiding and let yourself be seen and heard. Permission to release the self-judgment and celebrate yourself. Permission to embrace that the healthiest choice you can make is prioritizing you. You hold the pad with all the permission slips. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we're going to do a solo pod. So you've got just me, and I wanted to really come on and share something that has been pressing on my heart really for 46 years. It's been really, really, really pressing on me the past several years and really, 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 really pressing on me the past six months. And that is something that really disconnects us from intimacy, from depth, and from connection in our relationships. I believe, I know, that we're hardwired for connection. And some of you listening might be experiencing sort of the aftermath or the impact of not feeling connected to other humans, to a group, to a community. And I know the feeling of not being connected and not really experiencing true intimacy and depth. And so I've shared with you before that the whole premise of this podcast is to always bring on interviewees, or even just myself sharing musings and stories and circumstances and experiencing things in our lives that really are rooted in radical honesty. And so sometimes that looks like me just fleshing out some things that I'm learning in my own life or have learned or am working towards healing. And so one of those things is something that I've been a student of for the past several years and and wanted to just really come on in full transparency and share with you. So we're going to talk about in today's solo pod, the one thing, and there could be more, I'm open to that, but this is really like the big thing that blocks us, that disconnects us from intimacy and true depth and connection in our relationship. You know, the stories and paradigms that we create in our lives are often, if not always, based in our unprocessed fear and childhood wounding. Fear of being told we're wrong, fear of not doing it the right way, fear of being kicked out of the tribe, fear of not 
feeling enough, fear of not being chosen, fear of not feeling wanted, fear of humiliation, fear of rejection or being shamed. The list of fears goes on and on. Now, in full transparency, I think we can agree that we don't enjoy feeling like we don't belong. I don't enjoy that feeling of feeling like I don't fit in. And so in order to guard our tender hearts, because again, none of us like feeling as if we don't belong. So we've got to do something. We've got to take some sort of action or so we believe to really guard our tender hearts, to shield ourselves We feel like we have no choice to protect. And often that protection looks like judgment. We judge what other people do. We judge what they say, what they don't do, how they show up, how they don't show up. We judge their choices. We judge their actions. We judge what they eat, what they drink, who they vote for whether they get the vaccination or don't get the vaccination. We judge what church they go to, how they dress. We judge, judge, judge. And if you struggle with feeling connected and really having true intimacy in your life, in your relationships, I'm inviting you to consider the ways in which you perhaps have used the shield of judgment to protect your tender heart. I was around the age of 38 that I really began to open myself up to what I'm sharing with you today in this podcast. Some people might say that I was forced to, and in some regard, I think maybe I was. I was just tired of feeling lonely. I was tired of feeling isolated. I was really tired of feeling like I was always angry or irked with someone. I was tired of arguing with my kids. I was tired of arguing with my husband. I was really disconnected from my life and from myself. I was disconnected from joy, from peace, from love, from my own body. And the very thing that blocked me from those things, from from any sort of purpose, pleasure, passion, intimacy, depth, connection was judgment. And yet the irony was that those were exactly the things I craved. I craved purpose. I craved pleasure. I craved joy and laughter and play and adventure and intimacy. Any of that sound familiar to you? Judgment pushes people away. Because often we come across as though we think we're better. And at a conscious level, we sometimes think that we are. We think we're smarter or thinner or savvier. Just insert whatever er there you you desire or that you struggle with. We believe we drive better cars. We believe we work harder. We have more certifications and accolades and we You know, we donate to all of the right causes. And when we do that, we begin slowly to separate ourselves from other people. Pretty soon what we've done is we've put ourselves into the 
quote-unquote right box, we label it, we stamp it with our seal of approval, and meanwhile, the other guy that we're judging, well, he's in the wrong box. And we start to actually believe that this is just who we are. I'm here to say it's not just who you are. This is patterned conditioning. And the moment we see ourselves as separate from anybody else, we start to detour into a false belief system that is out of our true nature. It's out of alignment. And our true nature, friends, is love. We all have different stories that caused us to separate from love. Mine started in kindergarten when I was hit by my kindergarten teacher. From that experience, I began to buy into the misunderstanding that I just wasn't smart. I got the answer wrong, so I got hit. Well, surely I don't know enough. Surely I'm stupid. And that produced a lot of fear in me. It produced a lot of scarcity in me. So I needed a way to stand up to that fear. So I began to judge. Needed to build myself up because I started to feel so poorly about myself. I needed to lean on judgment as my great protector. It became a true friend when I felt so alone. You could actually say in a lot of ways that my judgment fought really hard for me. It worked relentlessly to keep me from feeling big emotions like sadness, anger, jealousy, resentment, disappointment. This is really, really important to remember because when we can understand where our judgment comes from and why it was created, we can begin to have compassion for it. Really, really important. That last part, we can begin to have compassion for it. When we start to have compassion for that judgmental part of us, it is a game changer because the alternative is to ignore it, dismiss it, stuff it down, feel shame about it, look the other way, keep busy so we don't have to deal with it. Compassion is the answer. Here's the bottom line. Judgment is disconnection from love. And as God's children, I'm here to say we are love, but we forget. As I have really gone deep into my own judgments, I came to the realization that judgment is truly at the root of all of our problems. And that's a big, hefty statement, I realize. But I want you to really consider from the pettiest disagreements that we have to the most catastrophic world events, our belief that we are separate from one another, along with holding on to our wounding, leads to gossip, it leads to bullying, it leads to deep divisions, and violent hate. I believe that healing judgment is a matter of deep urgency in our culture right now. Each and every one of us has the capacity 
to be these incredible, loving, compassionate humans. Truly, it's our medicine to the world. When God chose to breathe his breath of life into us, ultimately, you and I, we have God within us and God is love. Therefore, we, you and I, are love. I want you to consider for a moment, who told you that you weren't good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, strong enough, thin enough, capable enough, talented enough, fill in the blank enough? It's happened to every single one of us. And again, when we start to see ourselves as apart from others, the separation, it makes us feel alone in the world. So judgment becomes a sort of friend. It's a protection, and it protects us against the fear and pain of being alone, of feeling rejected, of feeling like we don't fit in, like we don't belong, we don't matter, we're not seen, we're not heard. As humans, we desperately want connection and intimacy with others but we don't even realize that we're hiding behind these masks of fear and judgment. We continue to play the same old tracks in our head of why we don't feel good enough. So we just pick up that shield of judgment and it creates this hit in our system that for a moment makes us feel better. The moment is brief, but it's still there. I have ran these stories and programs in my head for decades. Stories that I didn't belong, stories that I didn't measure up, stories that I didn't fit in, stories that I wasn't smart. I really wanted connection. But what I mostly felt was shallow and lonely and disconnection. It was not until I started to invest in myself and really work with my inner child and allow her to have a seat at the table, to be seen, to be heard, that I was able to look at my judgment, really look at my judgment and start creating something deeper in my life. I had to acknowledge my own trauma, my own rejection wounds, in order to drop the shield of judgment that I knew so well. Now, I'm not here to say that I've kicked judgment to the curb 100%, but I am committed to the process because what I truly crave in my life is intimacy, depth, and connection with other people. I believe that we are all created for a relationship. And that is what I crave. And so I'm willing to go to some of those deep places within myself to speak my truth, to own my space, to ask for my needs to be met, and to move through my fears because this is what helps me stop pretending that I've got it all together and that I'm separate from other people. And it allows me to simply show up in my truth and be real and be vulnerable, be open with people, honest with people. Honesty, vulnerability, openness, it has created some of the most deep and intimate relationships that I personally have ever known. So now I notice the judgment. When it's there, I greet it, I acknowledge it, 
and I allow myself, I give myself permission to just get curious about it. Not even compassion. Compassion usually comes after curiosity. So the first step is to really get curious about your judgment. And I have even given my judgment a name. Judge Judy, it's classic, I know. But I honor Judy because she has fought hard for me for decades. Judy had a really important role to play. A role that as a little child, as a middle schooler, as a high schooler, even as a grown woman, sometimes felt like life or death. Because sometimes isn't that how shame and criticism feel? Like life or death? They did to me. Shame that I didn't fit in with this group over here. Shame that I wasn't as good at XYZ as that person over there. Criticism, other people's judgment. It all felt like life or death to me. I understand now that Judy is trying to protect that little girl that's still inside of me. And your judger part is trying to protect you too. But instead of quickly grabbing that shield of judgment to self-protect, I slow down, I breathe, and I choose curiosity, and I choose love. Because at the end of, the, uh, end of my life, I want to feel connected and intimate with the people that God entrusted to me. And when I can just see and hear people rather than judge them, I feel the greatest depth of intimacy and purpose that I have ever known. And I think that you're leaning into this podcast because you want that too. So consider the ways that you might use judgment to protect your heart, to keep you safe. I want you to consider your paradigms, your stories, your limiting beliefs. And when maybe those got started for you. It's not absolutely imperative, but I think it can be really, really helpful to go back and figure out where these stories were created. Because once we are able to figure out where the story got created, we can create some distance from that story. We can also realize that that person that inflicted that harm upon us, whether it was a salty critical comment, whether it was a kindergarten teacher that, you know, hit, that was my story, hit me, we can start to realize that they had their own stuff that they were dealing with. Still doesn't make it right. That's another podcast for another day. But it does create some distance between us and the experience. We're not so blended with the experience. We can separate out the limiting belief or the limiting story that we created from that experience. And that is one of the ways in which we start to take ownership and take our power back is by creating that distance. So friends, I hope that this podcast was helpful for you in just building the awareness around where you might be using judgment to block yourself from true 
intimacy, depth, and connection in your life. Thank you, friends, for showing up for yourself and for tuning into this episode. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are loving the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, download, share, and review wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help the show to get seen. And when the show gets seen, other women have an opportunity to do this work and learn how to prioritize themselves and their growth and healing too. Thank you for being a part of this show. Thank you for being a part of this community. And we'll see you next time.